0: I think there's something phenomenal about the fact that two thousand years, across the denominations, they haven't. The church has been has buckled under pressure. It's it's been corrupted at various times, but still, there are still people who will get up and proclaim the name of Jesus tomorrow.
1: From City Life Church, I'm James Wright. This is Contrast Theory. Well, today I've got Joe Saxton here with me. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Now, for those who don't know you. You are a, lead, let me just, I have a list. Okay. Uh, you are a leadership trainer, an international speaker, <laughs> author of three books, well, obviously international speaker, we're here. <laughs> That's um, funny. Author of three books, chair of the board at 3D Movements, co-host of podcast called Lead Stories, founder of the Urza Collective, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure <laughs> That's how to right, say it. That's right, don't that. worry about it. Um how do you have any time in your life?
0: Well, I don't do all of those things all all, all the time now. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I stepped down from the board maybe a year, just about. Okay, yeah, right. Last summer. Mm. What, my, I don't know what day it is right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's. it's uh, when I you... don't know the day and I don't know the season, so I can't even say when it happened. But it did happen, <laughs> I promise. Um, yes. Um, well, you know, like with most things, I think most people wear a lot of hats, really. Yeah. Um, just I just don't do them all at once, and I don't do them all for sustained periods of time.
1: Yeah. Right. Well that's fair enough. Well for those who don't know you just arrived this morning from the states. Yes.
0: Yes, I did and it the plane was delayed so we missed it I don't know. Mm. We were meant to get here yesterday. We got here today. Yeah. And hopefully some of our bags will arrive Later today. Well, and I think you missed a day as well. When you, yeah, we when missed a day anyway. Yeah. So we missed the day, we're delayed a day, and everything. It was crazy. It's all over the place. It's yeah. all over the place. Yeah. It's,
1: it's hard to keep track. It, it really is. is.
0: What country am I in?
1: Uh, Austria.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think See? I think you may have uh, read the plane <laughs> ticket
1: wrong. <laughs> That'd be so weird. <laughs> oh my God. You're uh, originally from the UK. I am,
0: yes. Oh, when did you move to the States? I moved about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, initially to Phoenix, Phoenix. Oh, okay, wow, yeah. That was
1: warm. Yes, very yeah. warm.
0: <laughs> yeah, we um, we moved to work. It was almost a bit like a church swap, um, except I don't know that they sent people. Anyway, <laughs> there a number of teams went to work with this church They were looking at how they could transition the model of their church to incorporate discipleship more mm, and being mm-hmm. more intentional about mission. It was very hard. Mm. It was very hard. I think there was so much. I think it took me five years to realise... Oh, not, I knew I didn't know stuff about America, but I didn't quite know the depths. Yeah. <laughs> and then 10 years to think, oh, now I know what I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think it took quite a while. Now 15 years and I'm just like, wow, man.
1: Are you still figuring stuff out? Oh, you very going? much so. Because yeah, right. I
0: think, I don't know whether, you know, like Australia's huge. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm imagining that Perth as a culture and everything, can be actually quite different
1: to places. Would that yeah, be fair? A, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit.
0: I feel like the US is like seven countries. Oh, <laughs> it's like seven countries. And and what you can do in one place is the very opposite of what you can do in another. Mm. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just a journey of discovery. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine.
1: <laughs> now, you, you are well qualified to talk on many, many topics. And uh, over my research, I've seen you talk at... Vast amount and uh, varying, you know, churches and denominations. And one of the topics I've I've seen you passionately speak about is uh, discipleship. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. Why,
1: why Why do you think discipleship is so important?
0: Well, um, in the context of faith, Jesus told us to, and um, and I think they're his marching orders. You know, they're his the last words are like your marching orders, and that's what he invited people into. He said he would make disciples. He invited people to be his disciples, and I I think. I mean, we have this luxury in this chapter of history to think of all the different things we're called to do and all the different places that we could be and where we could go because of technology and and transport and all that kind of stuff. But wherever we are, we're always called to make disciples. Mm. And and that that it's a word for all of us. So to that end, I'm like, I really want to know how to do that right. Mm. You know, I may speak sometimes and I may not at others. I'm like like the list of things. Those things will change with every chapter and season of my life, but the discipleship one is one for every chapter and i think it i think we when we understand what discipleship is we um, we live more fully as christians mm. yeah.
1: well one of my favorite parts in uh, this book uh, the dream of you
0: thank you for the shameless plug there yeah, thank you're you very welcome. much you're I, welcome. I, um, um, I receive it <laughs>
1: <laughs> now obviously i could tell this book wasn't written directly to me as you know it's it's constantly talking about women but that's fine there are so many things that Honestly everyone can learn from the book but one of my favorite parts is is where you talk about how you can make disciples in whatever situation you're in uh, you can you know turn the tide in, in your family in your community in yeah. your workplace uh, how do you, how do you see that uh, transforming people in your everyday life
0: yeah well I'm mindful of like I, I like do an audit of who's in my life from time to time, just to see. Not because I'm getting rid of them. All. <laughs> <laughs> you just trim Although, the fat. <laughs> um, and and, and I'm, I guess I'm asking myself the question: What does it mean to be Jesus to these people? Mm. You know, um, if if I am the only representative that they know of faith, am I am I a good one or am I doing damage? You know, mm. um, and that's, those are the people in my life permanently, but also the people I pass by, like when I'm in Starbucks or Target, mm. God bless that place, um, or wherever I am, I have an opportunity to be a walking, talking overflow of the kingdom of heaven. Yes. And so making disciple, that the whole thing about discipleship means a student, an apprentice. And so I, I want to be sure in my language, in my relationships, that I am, I'm trying to walk the way of Jesus and and illustrating what that looks like. We're trying to be living examples of what it means to follow Jesus. And mm. that's my hope when my, my I have a, teenager and a teenager which means that they have friends who come over and kind of graze in our kitchen and just leave a <laughs> Do You know what I mean like termites. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They just sweep through. I I looked and thought you you're never leaving children, are you ever <laughs> any of them. Um but I I just thought, you know, I want to be a safe place for these kids. And that doesn't mean like every time I sit down and say tell me your issues, mm-hmm. although that will happen. <laughs> but I I want it I want it to be a, a home where they can always think like, okay, um, when they think of Christians, they think of, they don't think of bigotry or um, self-centeredness yeah. or many other things, which sadly are are realities. Yeah. But they think of welcome, and they think of love, and they think of grace, and they mm-hmm. think you know what I mean those, those sorts of things. And and we don't, that doesn't come from just what we say. Those mm-hmm. things are caught as well as taught. And and Jesus like. He embodied. He he embodied good news with his words, with his actions, with everything. He was it saying the message version of John 1, 14? the word became flesh and moved into the neighbourhood. Yeah, moved into the neighbourhood. Yeah, and, well. and I and I feel like as Christians, we move into the neighbourhoods we're already in. We're sent to the lives we already have, and then I'm then I'm asking, what are we doing with that?
1: Can you think of one thing, or maybe a couple of things, that the church is currently doing poorly about discipleship?
0: I think there are many things that yeah. we could say and and it's hard because different parts of the world have different journeys but i would say for the west one of the things that i would encourage us to think of is the degree to that we've made discipleship purely about instruction and we've made it a didactic process and it's not that that's not part of it because we see that with jesus but there are there's a whole load of other things that aren't just the instruction and the course and the program and the class And I think what we can, I think we can set ourselves up for heartbreak as leaders, as as churches, when we like, you know, I taught them all this stuff. How come they're not living it? And it's like, well, because that what that's a that's a slice of discipleship. It's not the whole of discipleship. So if you don't put all the ingredients in the cake, you don't get the cake that you planned. Mm-hmm. So it's not a chocolate cake if you didn't put any chocolate in it. You know, <laughs> all the it's still a cake. Yeah, still a cake. And it's I it's just a
1: disappointing cake.
0: It's just well, I, ironically, this is where the thing falls apart because I don't like chocolate, but <laughs> I, I like to offer that as an illustration because most people do. Right. <laughs> um, but I guess I would say. If we are only doing one aspect, a one-dimensional form of discipleship, then we will get a one-dimensional form of disciple. Mm-hmm. We can't help but. Yeah. And that's no, that's no shade to the people involved. It's not that we don't do it well. It's just it's incomplete.
1: Yeah. So what do you think the church has been doing well?
0: I mean, I do think we have to respect the fact that the church is still here. The church is still here. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and on one level, we could say, it's not that I don't think worship is one. All of those things are wonderful. But I... I I think there's something phenomenal about the fact that two thousand years, across the denominations, they haven't the church has been has has buckled under pressure. It's ha- it's been corrupted at various times, but still, there are still people who will get up and proclaim the name of Jesus tomorrow, and all around the world. I think there are in parts of the world where it's popular, and parts of the world where it's unpopular. I think that is incredible. I think um, that that the church, even in its weakness, is trying to point to Jesus. That's incredible, and um, and i think whenever the church in and and it may not be the most glamorous way and it may not be the most known way but whenever the church is reaching out to the lost the last the least and the lonely i think we've got to i think we have to honor that i think it's a wonderful thing because it's it's people are doing the best they can you know with what they know i think that's good
1: that's fair enough. Now, my other favourite thing that you speak on a lot uh, is women in leadership.
0: I thought you were going to say Target. Oh, so.
1: Target. Well, actually, you know, what? before we get to this, I would like to make a note to anyone who's listening. Target in Australia is significantly disappointing if you compare it to the American yeah. Target. Yeah, and it, Now, Real talk. Now, when I went to the States for the first time, I went to I went to Target in the States, and it blew my mind. <laughs> That's so The funny. fact that I could do grocery shopping... Mm-hmm. And get clothes. Pretty much just anything that I the Home mind can imagine.
0: technology. Th- 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 whatever the mind can imagine. It's a village under one roof. It is incredible. It's the village market. You can eat there. There's yeah. food. They have, yeah. like, hot food. Yeah.
1: You, you can get pizza. What? Anyway, uh, I'm getting too distracted. <laughs> It It's really, it's so high up on my list every time I go back to the States. I'm visiting Same my night. family in Canada and I'm like, oh, I might make a pit stop to the States <laughs> so I can get a target. Um... No, but my, one of my, my favourite topics is that you speak about is women in ministry. And yeah. and you are very passionate about, oh, yeah. about seeing uh, women rise up in the church. Uh, why are you so passionate about that?
0: Um, I think some of it is a discipleship thing. Mm. It's, I, and I, I'm aware that there is a framework of, the, there's a range of theological convictions. And I'd say the same to everybody. Invest in your women, mm. because you, we're not going to see. I mean, we, we're all played to, we're all called to play our part in His Great Commission. Yes. If you don't invest in people, they're not able to do it. Um, obviously, from the framework of of where I'm at, when I see the Deborahs and the Lydias and the Phoebe's and the Priscillas and the Juniors and others in the Bible, and I'm like, yeah, and and I and we have women who are made in the image of God with gifts and talents and. I mean, I, I, put, I don't, some would say it's a justice issue. I don't I, I just think it's a theological one. I think we see it in the Bible. Let's do it. I, even if it's just to the degree that we see women in the Bible do what they do. Mm. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's just, you know, could Deborah do what she did? Could Miriam do um, today mm. in our spaces? I mean, we'd, we'd get loads done. Mm. And so I, I think some of it is I, I see women with gifts and talents and call um, and I think we can have a number of responses. We can shut it down. Um, or we could give lip service to it, but no actual investment. And I think that's a painful reality to say, yeah, not going to do anything about it, though. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't help anybody. Um, but I, I, I think of what is not happening because we have lived off half an army. Mm-hmm. And what burden has that put on, guys, to do it all and be it all? And what's not happening, what... Businesses aren't being launched. What creative ventures aren't happening? What churches aren't being planted? Um, who is buckling under the pressure of stress and burnout because we are, um, we're not all involved. I mean, I, it just doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. What, what do you think are the are the key things that churches should be doing to encourage their women?
0: Um, I think there are lots of things. That, <laughs> where, where do we? Get, I think there are. There's a phrase by a woman called Marion Wright Edelman, and she said, You can't be what you can't see. And I think for women, if they don't hear their stories, if they don't hear themselves or see themselves, it's very hard to think of what's normal. Mm. And, it, and it's hard when your normal has been you see yourself all the time. And you know what I mean? And you hear, you you hear characters which sound like you or whatever. Now I get, I get loads out of every, it's the Bible. Of course I get loads out of everybody. Mm. I'm just aware that we don't preach on Deborah very much or or Priscilla or Phoebe and all that kind of stuff. Tell their stories. It, um, and it's not that, you'd be amazed at the relevance, not just for, I mean, not obviously they're for men as well, mm. but I think it, it, that, that's one thing. What we celebrate publicly, whether we like it or not, is an accidental endorsement. Mm. So what do you want to celebrate? Um, Are we giving people opportunities to grow, to fail? Um, I think the challenge, and this isn't easy for anybody, I think there are many voices telling all of us, men and women, what to do, but there is a lot culturally which says to women that to have a voice is a problematic thing. To be strong can be a problematic thing. And, and it, it even varies from ethnicity to ethnicity as well, in terms of the cultural stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a church, we have something to say to that. We have, we have the model of how Jesus related to women. Do we model that in the way we function? And do we encourage, you know, like Jesus had Joanna, Susanna, and Mary traveling with him and that, and and as after they they are transformed by him and then they become part of the team. Are we are, are we living into that? I think it I think we have massive opportunities, but if we don't have if women don't have access, if they don't have encouragement, access, and opportunities to fail, then not much will happen. So. Oh, and fairlangs succeed as well.
1: So. Yeah, it is interesting. It's sometimes uh, a harsh reality when you think about churches sometimes are not representing the or giving women the trust and leadership values that they did even in the Bible. I mean, who was yeah. in, who was entrusted with the information that Jesus had risen? Yeah, the first people who found out. Yeah. Uh, we're women. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love the fact that you're speaking into that. And I want you to speak to women right now. Yes. And Hello. <laughs> Hello, women. <laughs> now, what, what do you want to say to them right now? What, what would you like them to do?
0: I would first of all say to you that um, that God sees you and he knows you and that he made you with gifts and talents and abilities, that you're made in his image and you're not an accident. You're not accidentally gifted. You're not accidentally strong. You're not accidentally able. That they're, they're wonderful things, and as such, um, to invest in them, like to unwrap the gifts which you've kept kept hidden for a long time. I would say surround yourself with people who see what you've got to offer, um, and I would say go for it. I'm not, it's not going to be easy, but not many of the best things are. Um, I would say to sura- uh, surround yourself whether it's digitally or through books or resources that can invest in those qualities and those and the gifts you have, whether your ministry is in the context of the church, whether your ministry is in the workplace. Because, again, I mean, we've made that a separation, not... Not um, the Bible as such, you know. Most of most of the, our biblical heroes had jobs. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, they had jobs, and that's where they were living in. Um, and I would just say, you are here for such a time as this, and it's you're not. It's not accidental, and you're not too strong, and you're not too much. I would encourage you to look at the word "helper" in the Hebrew, the word Um, ezer, um because it. And I'm, I'm not saying this by some manipulation of the text or anything like that. it's just it's just the word mm. itself um, to recognise it means so much more than what we've limited it to it. As. And, and to those of you who say, you know what, I feel really called to my husband and my kids, absolutely do it. Do you know, what I mean? I, it, This isn't a kind of, hey, right, you are raised up from the chains of doing those things. No, that's weird. We don't need to be weird. There's <laughs> no need to be weird. Um, I'm just encouraging us to take hold of what God has designed us for and live it fully in his name. And if that means God gives you a promotion whereby you are able to create an ethical workplace, do it. Rather than say, should I be there because I'm a woman? Yeah, you should you're a representative of the kingdom of God. And if God has called you to preach, and if God has called you to write songs, if he's called you to raise your kids or raise your kids' kids as a grandma, whatever it is, just give it all. You, you know, we. Uh, I think often with women what I've found is that um, skills aren't r- are rarely the issue, it's confidence. And the, the battle that women have to fight in their minds before they even say they're called, because they... I mean, there are magazines which are digitally structured to make us feel inadequate to, so that we buy money on stuff. And that's there. There are kids having di- going on diets at age eight. And so there is a lot pumped in our mindsets from, from a very early age of what we're meant to be to be worthy and what we have to offer and it's never about our minds (laughs) do you know what I mean it's never about oh you've got away with science no that's not the thing um but God has a bigger word for you Mm. and um and a wonderful purpose for you and he sees all those things in your mind but have the courage to begin to step out in Mm. that's what I would say
1: God's word and vision is not superficial
0: no not at all It's, it's it's I mean it's it's intense man
1: uh, so, women, that's uh, that's your call. That is definitely your call. Now, can uh, you recommend any resources besides your three wonderful books? <laughs> uh, besides these three wonderful books, are there any other resources that you'd recommend?
0: Um, I tend to, uh, I tend to. Where do I go? Podcasts are great.
1: Your um, podcast?
0: Oh yeah, thank you. Lead, yeah, lead, lead stories. stories. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my friend called Steph do that. But I would, I would probably. I mean, for me, in terms of leadership stuff, I actually look at a lot of business things as well. So like Harvard Business Review and stuff like that have been real helpful. Um, I would look at the Christian leaders they admire and see what resources are out there and just go go on the internet, see the podcasts and the blog posts and things like that. Um, The kind of women who are doing things that you're interested in doing, start there.
1: That's great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Thank
0: you for having me. I appreciate
1: it. Enjoy the rest of your time here and uh, buy the book. Joe Saxton. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll speak soon. Thank you. For more information and resources, check out the show notes for today's
0: episode.